Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Right now, it's showtime. It's Dave, Dave. and Mahoney. Well, hello, friends, and thank you for joining us. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, let's start off today's show with some bad news. Some bad news. Let me show you guys the picture real quick here. That is a uh, young girl, probably three, maybe two, three, four years old at the oldest. Uh, she got her head stuck in the toilet seat while potty training. I mean, these things happen, Dave. Don't don't shame this I'm not small child. No, it's just, I'll tell you as a... Why, uh, kid? Why did you put your head in the toilet seat? That's a good question. That's a real good question. And also, how did you get your head into the toilet seat if it's the size of you un- being unable to get it out of the toilet seat? Well, a lot of times, the way that their things are shaped, you see a lot of dogs, this happens to them. They're, mm. You're able to, or whenever you're going to grab something, you're able to get your hand through... But the way that the shape is, it kind of makes it impossible for whatever goes in to come out. Yeah, and so uh, again, the, the little girl is just over two years old. Her name is Harper, and it's one of those toilet seats. It's not like a regular one. It's the t- type that you put on top of the normal toilet seat that is more conducive to a toddler's butt. So they don't fall so in. So they don't fall into the toilet. Because anyone here ever fallen into the toilet? Yeah. It's not great. I yes, mean, whatever men. Hey, <clears throat> take some personal responsibility. Yeah. If it's dark, I'm assuming that the seat is down. That is on you. You have assumed. Your ass has assumed something that is not true. It's like, do you check and see if the chair is there when you go to sit down at dinner? Or do you just walk over to the table and sit on down? Listen. What? The toilet seat looks better (laughs) down. Put it back okay, down. Okay. Aesthetically I'll pleasing. You, I'll put it up so I don't pee on it. Yes. And you put it down so you don't fall in. Boom. We're both no, doing no, our part. 50 no. 50. Equal rights around here. If you walk into a restroom and you see that the toilet seat is up, I instantly think ick. It feels like a gas station. It feels like a gas station. Thank you. It does feel like a gas station. But I will also add this in the middle of the night, I'm not lifting the seat. You're just going on it? No. You're I'm sitting not, down. I'm sitting down. Oh, you're sitting I'm down. Taking, I'm taking a nice little breather. You should. A breather. Yeah, you deserve a, that. You're tired. You need a break. Yeah. Your loins uh, yeah, hurt. Yeah, Your man. loins. What have you been doing? Don't Sleeping. Like, sleeping. Things happen. In the night. <laughs> you stand bump. up in the middle of the night and pee? Yes. You never I, sit. You never just take a time to, to relax. You don't have to turn on the light no. if you sit down at night. You could get those sweet LED lights. I don't like those. Your I toilets those or it's like a party. No, you yes, end, you end like up. like town nightclub. I had an early version of that. My mom got me that like. Party 10 toilet. years ago. Uh-huh, yeah. like a, the party potty. The, pro- the party potty. The problem uh-huh. is you end up peeing on it. You pee on the light? Yeah, and it just uh-huh. becomes, it gets gross. Pee light. It's yeah. just not. It's, well, it's, pee it's light con- district. Concept, it seems great, but <laughs> pro tip, just take a seat and, uh, you know, you can uh, take, 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 take a load off. I don't sit down to pee. That's just, you should. I, 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 I don't need a break. He's a, I'm, I'm a fine. Man. No, it's not about being a man. It's just 
It's no. about efficiency. No, it's not. Yes, it that's is. So, no, that's so inefficient. It's way more that's efficient, efficient to have to use way less body uh, strength. You yes. don't even have a wiener. I don't want to hear it from you. I got excellent. You, don't know, what you don't know what I got. Yes, <laughs> that is true. You know what? What so a surprise! That I can would sit be. down, and my accuracy is still off. <laughs> that's still beat every. What happened? Well, the firefighters had to get called on uh, on little Harper. She <laughs> had her head stuck in the toilet seat, and they were freaking out because they couldn't get it off. Firefighters had to show up. Uh, just use some small tools. Didn't have to bring out the jaws of life or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But they were able to safely remove the uh, the potty. But uh, had to actually call the fire department to help her out. I mean, this is a story for a child that is going to follow her. Yeah, that's the graduation for you know, for sure, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, do they like? I also don't kind of love that the parents posted a picture of this, though. You oh, know? I do. Embarrass her. Oh. Again, Embarrass this is a new yeah. story. Anytime you Google her name. This it's is, hilarious. This... It's not like, I don't know. It, it, that is a, at least a funny thing. That's a that's not a it's not traumatic malicious. It's not terrible. Yeah, it's just like this... you accidentally confused which end was which and you put your head in the toilet. I... Or she was just playing with it when her mom's yeah. back was turned. Sure. I'll say this. This is another reason. If you name your kid something real stupid... Because you're like, I want my child to have a unique name. If somebody can Google, if you Google somebody's name and they're the first person that pops up, mm-hmm. that's real bad. That's real bad. Yeah, but I mean, that's we just that's be- just for unique names in general. That's not always somebody's fault. But <laughs> if you name your kid Sunshine. Then- I know it's a Sunshine. Are they a total douchebag? No. Really? She's kind. Uh- I feel like you have to be if your name is Sunshine. If you're running around like being a gross human being, and that's what I mean. Like it's it, it's so loaded against you. Like you have to be happy if your name Her is name Sunny. Is Sunshine, Cloud. Oh my! God. It is. Yeah, for real. I swear. hate her. This is Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Audrey, you're uh, easily the uh, the prettiest one around here. Sorry, Thank Mahoney. You. No offense. How dare you? Uh, do you think that pretty privilege is a real thing? Yes. Absolutely, it is. It is one hundred percent. No question about it. A- everyone... And I'm not talking about just for me, but just what I've seen on a large scope and large scale, just from men and women. Yes, if you're a good-looking person, they give you stuff for free. There is no easier. I mean, like, there's no easier life hack than being good-looking because, like, the amount of craziness that men and women put up with from somebody who is attractive. Oh yeah, is unbelievable. So there is an interesting study that has developed, and it's because of COVID. They found that the grades of many attractive women dropped during COVID and not because of the virtual learning. It's because they think, based off the study, it's because the professors couldn't see how attractive they were. And so they gave them a fair grade as opposed to the grade that they would have had they been in front of them. That's some tea. That's some tea. I mean, because, I mean, Mahoney's going, oh, I mean, that's kind of a, it's hard to believe that, but I mean, in the grand scheme of grading and grades in general, that is totally real. So what's interesting, and the reason why they were able to make this their hypothesis is because the scores stayed about the same in things like math and science where there's like a wrong and, and right, a right answer. answer that's sure. about it. Yeah. But in other classes where it's much more subjective Mm -hmm. that's where the big swing was yeah (laughs) and they just uh, the the attractive people are more liked when you can see them again this falls back to the only rule in life and dating and all of it the uh, just don't be unattractive because like if you if you know you like don't be creepy it's like if it's a if it's an attractive person doing that it's It's not not creepy creepy. it's only creepy if it's somebody you know so it's 
the the people who don't believe that that is a real thing because there are I know I know some I know several attractive men and women who mm-hmm. are you know blessed physically and uh, some of them don't believe that uh, it plays a factor. Oh no, that's just because they don't know delusional. anything different. They don't know anything. No, but that's different. also delusional because that just makes me feel like if you don't understand that you're a good looking person and if you really don't think that certain places, certain times, the luck. The luck factor of yeah. right place, right time didn't have to do a little bit with you being a decent looking human being. People, people, I don't want to say handouts, but more often than not, if you are granted an opportunity and you didn't really deserve that opportunity in that moment and you're a good looking person, that might have had something to do with it. Just think about how different it is for an unfortunate looking guy and a good looking girl. Like, let's just take when you're younger, you're going out to the club. If you're an average or below average looking guy, you get literally nothing for free. Everything costs you a massive premium. If you're a good looking girl, you get everything for free, mm-hmm. especially if there's a pack of good looking girls. And add charisma. There is a girlfriend of mine. It is insane. I, I had never really seen it before, but <laughs> happened quite like this. We were just at a casual restaurant, like nowhere fancy, nothing of deserving of free anything. She just walks in, smiles, charms the pants off of everyone who is in there. And the, her whole entire bill, not mine, her entire bill They made was you free. pay your bill? They're like, hey, the will go over here. <laughs> <laughs> not her. Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good Uh-oh. for you. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Hey Mahoney, what kind of music do you listen to in your daily stroll around the neighborhood? Message deleted. Do you have walking music? Do you have a walking playlist? Uh, I mean, there are things I, I like to listen to a lot of new music when I'm out walking. Mm. So discovering stuff that like I don't already listen to for whatever reason, you know. So because it's, I don't know. I, you, you can. For me, I don't like to sit around and listen to stuff I'm not familiar with. But moving, it, it just changes the dynamic for me for whatever reason that is. But a lot of it's, you know, Keeps new, your mind new alternative or trying to find some, like, new hip-hop. Do you ever uh, mix up your walking route or do you just always do the same loop? Uh, no, I, 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 I used to mix it up, but I'm, I'm pretty much on the same, like, I don't even go down to the, like, little walking path around my neighborhood anymore. I just basically have a route in my neighborhood that's one mile long, so I don't have to, like, go out to and the And you streets. just do that once, or how many times are you doing that? Well, twice. Twice? Twice is usually about, yeah. uh, you know, half hour yeah. or so. A little over. Uh, however much you need to close your rings for the day? Yeah, my yeah. 30 minutes of, yeah. my 30 <laughs> minutes of walking. Yeah. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. Mahoney, Andre, and Dave, who's your favorite comedian? I'm looking to binge through some comedy specials and would love a recommendation. Message deleted. Ooh, Mine is- and Mahoney's are kind of similar. Yeah, you guys are big, like Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer, Burt Kreischer fans. And I love yeah. Bill Burr. Bill Burr so is top tier. Uh, all three of those guys are have pretty dark humor. Where whenever you in shock value humor, and I really enjoy that. Uh, uh, the last couple of comedians that I've seen live or watched a special on, uh, Jim Jeffries, I think is very funny. Knocks it out. Yep. Uh, Theo Vaughn, I actually liked oh, his yes. last special. Theo Vaughn's good <laughs> yeah. too. Uh, but th- those two, and then I mean, Kevin Hart is always pretty good as well. Yeah. I think you know, he's a good family. Yeah, he's a funny Big, guy. You know, love Joe Coy. Joe Coy is great. Uh, yeah. Is out of this world. Love him and a good dude. On on top of that, big fan of John Mulaney. 
Uh, whether he's canceled or not, he will still always be one of the goats. Louis C.K. is, Louis C. K., un, yeah. un, you know, his his stand-up skill is unbelievable. And I know he gets a lot of hate, but Carlos Mencia is funny, man. I like Mencia as a dude, yeah, too, man. He's, he's a nice he's, guy. Uh, but I'll tell you my all-time favorite right now. He just did a episode of Your Mom's House with Tom Segura and his wife, uh, Christina P., uh, is Robert Kelly. Robert okay. Ke- Kelly. Robert yeah. Kelly is... He, you know, he's often referred to as like a comics comic. Mm-hmm. I mean, in his work and his just take on things is unbelievable. Well, that's so. how you know whenever if a comic cackles at another comic, yep. that means they're good. Yeah, we might just not understand it yet, <laughs> but we're that's, not enlightened. Those yet. are the writers. No, he's the, yeah. he's those the, are people who are in the writing room. The guys who are doing it right, like who grind it, and Robert Kelly, like. I always. This is why I'll always give Dane Cook like props because when Dane Cook was on top of the world, he was watching Tourgasm, or he was on Tourgasm on HBO. I don't know if you remember sure, that, yeah, for sure. but it was huge. I mean, literally, he's playing not even just like arenas. There's some stadiums yep. in there that he was he was selling out. He brought Robert Kelly on the road with him and put him on that show, and Robert Kelly blew him out of the water every single night. Wow. And but. Most comics don't have the kind of ego to allow that to happen. And Robert Kelly just, you know, and so Dan Cook, you know, kind of elevating Robert Kelly, and that's how he came on to my radar. And I've been a fan for, what, 12, 13 years now. Yeah, either that or, or just Dan Cook is really stupid. No, I don't think he's that. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that dude's, I mean he's, he's a, had he's such got, an unfortunate he, circumstance after unfortunate dude, circumstance. Yeah. You, you, hit the, you hit the lotto, and then you get robbed of all the money. If you don't know the story of Dan Cook, it's wild. It's his brother that stole it was his Swindled manager, his money. stole all of his money. It's crazy. And he ain't, you know, again, Dan Cook's still out there touring, but it's you'll never get to that level it's of... It's not the shocker. Oh, no. Yeah. No. That was, a, that was a time. That was a time. You remember driving around, you'd see somebody with the, the stickers? Yes, yeah. everywhere. I'm like, okay. On the bumper, you're like, all right. <laughs> it's always on the back of the Mazda. It just, oh, 100% <laughs> it was always on the Mazda. Always Every the last Mazda. one. Hey guys, I just watched a show on, um, I think it was a sci-fi channel where they were talking about there's eight different aliens that if you get abducted, you have to go through even aliens that look like insects. What do you think of that, guys? Do you believe it's a real thing or do you think it's fake? Message deleted. Well, we're going to go to our UFO expert. <laughs> Shut up. On the show. That's Audrey. <laughs> so last night, dude, I swear to God, I was... I had to talk myself out of it. I had to talk myself off of the cliff because I was driving and I swear I saw something in the sky. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, that is a shooting star. How crazy is it that I just saw a shooting star? And then I thought about it for a second. I was like, wait, <laughs> that was a very odd shooting star. It was kind of large and it looked like it went from it was like large stationary to small. And then it took off. Like, yeah. like almost light well, speed-esque. If you were... That's how it works, though. I mean, if it's closer, it's larger, and if it's right. further away, it's smaller. Exactly. So it was a shooting star, right, Mahoney? Well, yeah. wait. Was it was it like stopped and then it took off? Because that's not how shooting that's, stars well, work. Well, I don't really. I noticed it mm-hmm. large, and then it went small. Mm-hmm. But you, you do know that, like, we live near one of the most you know acclaimed or historical like airplane testing sites in yes. the world sure, yeah. you know uh-huh. so there's all sorts of it's not a it's yes it's a ufo at nighttime that yes of course at nighttime of we every a ufo as dave said there was a glow mm-hmm. is just an unidentified flying object and yes the u.s <laughs> government talks about them all the time but they're not extraterrestrial crafts it's either 
test planes that we don't want our enemies to know about, or uh, it's 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 most likely just a, your eyes playing tricks on you well, from light. Listen, uh, to every government person out there, I am not an enemy. I just would like to know what that was so that I could sleep well at night. Knowing that that was not a it's UFO, just a plane. I had to talk myself no. out of it. It it's was just a plane. It was, it was a plane. No, shooting what... star. Jiminy Cricket. Nope. Is granting me a wish. It was we one of those want a star. aliens. It's going to bang Mary. Call or text us at eight three three yo dumb and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. Is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So I told you guys that I love baseball, and if I was going to have my son, if I could choose like any sport that he would play professionally, it'd be baseball, right? Because you can do it until. You're like 45. If you're if you're good, like a relief right? Pitcher, yeah, or like Albert Pujols or something like that. Yeah, or is DH. that a thing that dudes like daydream about their their kids. sons playing a specific sport into pro- professional? I leagues? mean, mostly just so he can take care of me, you know, oh. just because I want to be on that gravy train. I see. Yeah, because I mean, obviously, as you, uh, you look at my body, I had all sorts of athletic potential, mm-hmm. so I'm sure that my son is going to be out there just crushing it. I mean, but. Do you think that if he becomes a multimillionaire that he would also want you to be a millionaire? Or do you think he would just allow you to, like, have a home? Hmm. I mean, if, if it's a multi-million dollar home, I'd be fine with that. I mean, but what do what do people normally do? Like, for their for their folks? Mm-hmm. Do we do we know? I mean, or do it, we just assume? It did strike me as kind of odd when, like, The Rock was making a big deal out of, like, him buying his dad a Ford. Yeah. I mean, nothing wrong with a nice new truck, but you're, like, making $100 million a movie. <laughs> Like, but it was loaded. And you're, and you're like, oh, but this, yeah, it's, it's got the extras. Got maybe the, his dad just wanted the truck. Maybe so. Uh, maybe so. But um, but when it comes to baseball, it seems like th- they've got a problem with people just paying attention to it. Maybe it's because there's so many games. Blech. See, you say bleh. Why? Because it's totally different going. It's like soccer. Yeah. The atmosphere at a soccer game, incredible. So you the like best in the world. Going to baseball games, but Absolutely. watching it on TV, no chance. Because it's social. You can sit there and have a social encounter and barely watch the game See, until I, something happens, and then you're talking the rest of the time. I'm on the other end of I. I don't want them to speed up baseball. I love it the way that it is. I hate that they've added the DH to both leagues. I think that you're taking one of the things that baseball had that some of the other leagues do not is that you had tradition, and I yeah, but that doesn't know, the, that the doesn't work. Speedy, speeding it up. It's just like it's just, just it's, it's, a, it's, it's the capitalization. You know, we have to monetize everything, and if these teams aren't making so much money for every single person here, we we have to change the way it is. And it just feels that's just business. It just, no, I hear you, but there's a difference between a business and a game. And if you want this to be like is there, the pastime, is there there should be. There's not. Well, there I is. Mean, look at the payout for all the players. Exactly. <laughs> that's business. They're, and they're getting massive, massive contracts, but the problem is that the viewership is so far down. Because there's a, a time fifty games. I know. A season. But I'm, I'm talking about the World Series. Well, so, you also had two teams. You had Houston, which is generally hated by everybody else who's outside of Houston because of what happened in 2017. Cheating. And then you've got Philadelphia, which, as far as Philly fans go, kind of dicks. Yeah, but those are two massive cities, though. I mean, there wasn't huge anybody markets. that you were like really rooting for in this past World Series. The only person that I could like get behind that I wanted to win 
was Dusty Baker, who was the manager, who wasn't even playing. Okay. See, but I feel like so, a lot of people, even in other sports too, you hate watch to a degree. It, well, I'm talking about the World Series here, yeah. right? It's like even the Super Bowl, you you could not care about the teams and at hate all. Watch. And you'd still watch the Super Especially Bowl and the playoffs Brady. and yeah, stuff. Sure. Yes. <laughs> How many people do you think watched the the final game, Game Six, where the Astros and the Phillies, the Astros closed it out in that one? How many million people do you think? Thirteen. Million? Thirteen million. Thirteen million. Yeah. Uh, less than that, it was eleven point seven million. Okay, which is terrible. Let me just put that in perspective. Uh, the game between Georgia and Tennessee that same weekend, thirteen million. More people watched a college ball a game. college football game at the beginning ish part of the season instead of the final game of the World Series. That's nuts. It's a problem. Is it a problem? Or maybe baseball's just not going to be the most popular sport in America. But if you're paying out all of these massive contracts and not getting any type of advertisement dollars back or viewing dollars back. I'm not worried about what these guys are making. You know, it's again, they're all millionaires and or the owners are billionaires. It's just to me, baseball has like we're not, you know, I, I feel like as a as a country. Like, are, are little kids playing as much as they were 30, 40, 50 years ago? I don't I don't think so. Baseball? Because it's become Any so, sports? I don't because know. Because we, we've, we've seen the, again, the other crazy thing is about baseball. It's, you you have to, like, start playing again. You can't just pick it up. It's like, you got to go to all the camps. You got to do all the trainers. It's it's become, it used to be, like, a pretty affordable sport, and now it's not. Wait, I'm going to have to, like, send them to a bunch of camps and stuff? Oh, yeah. If you Travel. want him to be good. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just going to be sitting there. Like, oh, there's my kid who can't hit a ball. Riding the bench again. Yep. Every sport, though. It's okay. You can be be the best bench warmer ever. This is Dave and Mahoney. When you're looking for love in all the wrong places. Does this smell like chloroform to you? What? It's the missed connection inspection on Dave and Mahoney. Everyone's out there looking for love. And some people, they have a fleeting encounter with an individual. And they think, man, if I could just have a little bit more time, this could be the one, the special one that changes my life. That's what the misconnection is all about, Mahoney, is we're taking these messages and we're broadcasting them to try to give people a chance to cast a little bit wider net than just posting on Facebook. Amplifying That's these right. ships that passed in the night in a hope that they could one day dock. So this is not a ship. This is a, a bicycle that's involved in this one. It's entitled Freckled Face, and this is a man for a woman. Met you near 8th and 4th Street, and you rode on my handlebars all the way to McDonald's so you could use the restroom. I don't know if I'm going to let somebody who has to use to the, the bathroom, bathroom on my handlebars. Yeah, I don't know about that. That like, feels like the can, proximity there. You hit the wrong bump. Yeah, it's more like you can get on the pegs. But maybe he's like Flowbots, and he could ride the bike without handlebars, mm, and yes. that way she was just sitting there, and there would be no pee on the fingers. We sat and talked while I made you smile, and you said how chill I was. With freckles on your face and my hair standing tall, you gave me an address, but I forgot to call. You kissed me once, but I made you kiss me twice. I was digging your body while my tattoos caught your eye. Hit me up when you get a chance. I'll be there. Enough. Doesn't this sound like a song? Boo! Yes, it sounds like he was trying to make it poetry. Yeah, what are you, like sixpence none the richer you douche? <laughs> worse. This uh, kiss me was actually a bop. That sucked. That song, that song did hit. Uh, <laughs> I just, I don't know about you, but thinking about the thought of riding on somebody's handlebars, I'm like, it's just asking for like a brain injury. You were going to 100% fall yeah, and dangerous. hit your yeah. head. Well, they have and the pegs on the front, don't they? Those, I think those are, they have the pegs on the back. I mean, you have some on the front too, but I think. Depending on if you 
like ha- where you want. Have you ever the been pegs pegged? To be? No, you never done like no. the ridden on the pegs on the front or back. No, no. I, I am I not actually, riding on anyone's bike like that. Nah, nah. I had a on my mountain bike. I had uh, I had like a like a like a thing you could strap somebody onto. Strap somebody onto. Yeah, it was like a what? little seat area. <laughs> you just strap them like a hood ornament. No, it was on the <laughs> back. It was on the back of the bike. Uh, back of the bike. What, like they were roadkill. It was like a, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I had that, but I it was a feature know. to my mountain bike. For I, I like this one. The, the The ones from years ago are the ones that, that really get me because you can tell that these people have been holding on to this this feeling for all of these years. This is from 2015. It's actually entitled "From 2015." Okay. This is a man for a woman. This is a long shot, but you were so beautiful and free when you got on the bus. I was just like, wow, and you really stood out. I smiled at you and thought you were gorgeous, and you looked at me and said something about vaping in a van and then bailed. But please, if this is you, just give me a shot. Do you remember anything from seven years ago? No. Nothing. Nothing. There I can't is remember Somebody got on a bus. Week. You made eye contact for a brief moment. She said something about vaping in a van and then got off the bus, and you seven years later are like, baby, come on. Give me a shot. Uh, I don't know if it's because my <laughs> mind's going or I'm just getting old. Mm-hmm. But, like, there are people, I'm like, you're 40. Relax. I'm like, did I ever, like, there's, there's, like, I, like, you see somebody, like, do we ever, this ever, like, ever hook up? Or, like, you know, like maybe go on a date or something. Like, there's so <laughs> many people, like, I've, like, I saw, I saw somebody posted, like, a picture with somebody who looked, like, vaguely familiar. And I'm like, did I, is that somebody I maybe went on a date with? Oh, boy. Uh, this one is entitled "Looking for 12. Is that the? Am I the only one that it happens to? Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of times where I'm like, "Did we hook up?" and I wouldn't remember it. I mean, a lot of alcohols involved. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not that big of a stretch, Dave. This one is entitled "Looking for 12. This is a uh, a woman for a man. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, all oh, of you virtuous oh, you, women. Yeah, yeah. Let yeah. Me set Two up straight. To tango, my friend. <laughs> Two to tango. Or three. <laughs> Things are going well. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash, Dave and Mahoney. Do you guys remember Julia Fox? She was dating Kanye there for a minute, and everyone was paying attention to her. And She, she seemed... was the muse for uh, yep. Uncle Chance. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know how she did, said it. <laughs> I can't remember either. But it was that was a moment over the summer that we that fleeted. Yes. Well, now uh, no one's paying attention to her anymore, okay. so she is coming out and saying kind of wild stuff again. She has uh, come out and declared that she doesn't like sex. Well, no, no, no. It has not, it's not that, Dave. It's because she was a dominatrix, and she says that it is. She's kind of desensitized to sex. It's just not as fun as it used to. Forced be. her to disassociate. Yeah. It was a survival mechanism and said that she would much rather uh, take ayahuasca and see God. I mean, dude. Sure. Whatever. Whatever. You do whatever makes you happy, right? But She's also saying that the dating world is not really in her favor because she dated Kanye West and then obviously all the stuff with well, Kanye has come out. I, I have like, no... You did that to yourself. I have no Kanye. sympathy for anybody who got involved with Kanye because you knew what you were getting oh, into. Yeah, she was trying to definitely use him for clout. Yeah, for sure. And but now it sucks for you. Doubt. Yeah. Ax- actions meet consequences. Funny how that works. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, speaking of Kanye, uh, Adidas is still going to sell Yeezys. They're just going to rebrand them. I love that. Yeah. How can you do that? They own it. They own it's the their IP. Yeah. Well, they're the ones who are doing the, the design. Adidas anyway, is the know, sole the owner of all Yeezy line design rights. 
For I like but they're just not going to call and get that's called a, that's, a, yeah. that's a that's a the sole owner. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a shoe joke <laughs> little, right there. Yeah. Shoe pun there. Okay, so but like, if for anybody who's ever seen a lot of the Yeezys, the not the ones that were the tennis shoe version, because I know everybody loved those, but whatever that second generation of that shoe was, Weird that was boots. like. Well, no, the ones that looked like they had holes in them. They were like oh. Crocs, but not. Do you know what I'm talking they about? They like Walmart sell like some bootleg ones. It was so bad. They're just <laughs> not good looking. Yeah, that's the tennis shoe version of it. But there's some there's some middle area those? that was these. Those. Oh, the ugly, real ugly. And ones. yes, those. They look like moon shoes. And um, I I don't know, man. Yeezys just aren't my thing. I mean, obviously the tennis shoe ones are just they look Every- like sneakers. I hear, and they're fine. I, I just hear I've never worn a pair. That, again, you're I'm 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 a Jordan guy. I've always been a Jordan guy. Will always be a Jordan guy. Big uh, dunk fellow over here. Yeah, yeah. But I, I but I think that what I'm getting at is they were popular because they were Kanye's shoes. But they're also very comfortable, from what I understand. So I think people are still going to buy shoes. But you can get that sole. They make those soles in every other shoe now. now. I don't you know, know. They were like the first of their kind, and now they're just not. They're saying that ending the partnership cost Adidas more than $250 million in profit and $500 million in lost revenue. It's wild. Yeah, I believe it. Uh, so Jennifer Aniston uh, has opened up about her fertility struggles. She said all these years and years of speculation, she said it was really hard. I was going through in vitro and drinking all these Chinese teas, and you name it. I was throwing everything at it. Uh, I would have given anything if somebody just said to me, freeze your eggs, do yourself a favor. You just don't think about it. So here I am today and the ship has sailed. She said, I have zero regrets. I actually feel a little relief now because there's no more can I, maybe, maybe, maybe. But uh, Jennifer Aniston just coming out and talking about something that a lot of people struggle with. And she was saying that kind of was the end all be all with her marriage because she was so stressed out over it with her and Justin. So really sad. Oh, her her and Justin were trying. Yeah. Did you see her on the cover of Allure in her Chanel? She is stunning. It's, I feel like, you know. 60. She's no, no, she's not. She's she's 53. 53? Oh, no, she said 53 was the best she's ever looked. So she's talking about that right now? Yeah, she's 53 now. So she's saying that she looks the best that she does. Because whenever I read that, I was like, oh, she's talking in past tense. Why would you say 53 is the best I had ever looked? Well, because if you're, if you feel like this is the peak you at 53 years old just, good for her the yeah, verb is she's 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 53 but I, I i you know she's in a chanel what they describe as a micro bikini and, and there's a difference it's a nipple cover i love that she's you know <laughs> that uh, you know but it really looks like a pasty it, it does but i feel like the way that she handles like the media and you know doing interviews and like putting out photo shoots and stuff like that is like the 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 right way to do it like whereas we've seen like madonna on the other end of things oh, yeah, who have yeah. just like just not aging you look, gracefully you look crazy at all, yeah. whereas jennifer aniston feels classy yeah. to me well you know and it's because she's a superstar and she even said in this recent interview that there are just no more superstars anymore you have all of this social yeah. media clout and all of these clout chasers who are trying to be the next thing and you have a lot of people who everyone knows there's a lot of like gray area when it comes to celebrity and she said there's no big superstars anymore. Well, and I, I think that's so, true. It's media is so fragmented. Back then, you know, you had, I mean, not her time, but even still, like when Friends was on, there was like four channels. And yeah. you had cable, but the vast majority of people watched network TV like, every single Literally night. everyone watched the same show on a Thursday night. Yeah. And it was Friends. And there's just nothing like that or anymore. Or you think about like, you know, Walter Cronkite, you know, there was three news channels and there was three news guys and everybody, you know, half the country watched him or Johnny Carson on yeah. late night television. There will never be another Johnny Carson or even if you look at like Howard Stern or Rush Limbaugh as far as like 
radio hosts who have transcended like the cultural zeitgeist. Didn't I, you recently say that you were the most important radio broadcaster of the last 20 years? Uh, well, yes. Top three. Top three. Howard, Rush, you. Mahoney. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So Howard, $100 million a year. Rush, around the $90 million yeah. mark. You, uh, 36000 before taxes. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Dave and Mahoney bring you Bleeped BS. It's got to be your bull. Wow. Barbie is joining us on today's show for a round of Bleep BS. Let me ask you a question, Barbie. Do you have a dirty mind? Uh, yes, but I can contain it for the purpose of tickets. And that's what you have to do today. So we've got three clips for you. <laughs> They're just pulled from pop culture. There are some strategically placed bleeps, and your job is to not get too distracted and try to figure out what's actually being talked about for your chance to win today. So first up, uh, and Mahoney and Audrey can help you out here. you got to get two out of the three in order to win. But first up, we have George R.R. R. Martin, who very famously is the guy behind the books that led us to Game of Thrones mm-hmm. and House of Dragons and everything else. Uh-huh. Uh, he is explaining his feelings about something here, and you're trying to figure out what he's talking about. But, you know, even in some of okay. those old um, if there was a and horrible things, there would always be some, some good would get together and they would reinvent Optimism was still there, even if the was terrible. <laughs> so what is he trying to explain his feelings what? about? The old dating advice that he would read in books... B, how he feels about the future, or C, when he'll finish his final Game of Thrones book. Let's hear it one more oh, time. Oh, no. Let's listen to it one more time. Yes, please. You know, even in some of those old, um, if there was a and horrible things, there would always be some, some good would get together and they would reinvent optimism was still there, even if the was terrible. Barbie, my guess is that he's talking about the way of the future. How he feels about the future? Yes. Okay. What do you think, Mahoney? Any oh, thoughts? Oh, man. I I'm probably going to agree with Audrey on this one. Okay, so it's yeah, either... just because they were talking about things being bad yet optimistic. Mm-hmm. So yeah, okay, we'll go future. You guys are correct. Well done on the board and, of fun. And anybody who has been a Game of Thrones fan from the books knows that there is no future. Of that <laughs> There's series. no optimism. You're never going. He to is going to die a, before a, he writes a song, that book. A song we're of Fire doing. and Ice is never going to be finished. Full stop. He probably didn't even start it. <laughs> I mean, there's like four books. All right, here we go on to number two. The last book, I guess. And you can win it right here if you get this one correct, just like that. All you have to do okay. is get two out of three. Uh, this is a discussion about why, what item is always so expensive. Today, I want to answer a question that I've started to wonder about every time I walk up to the Is actually worth it? Because when compared to the products you can find, it's always the most expensive. I was so distracted by the background noise. By the music? Yeah. Yeah. So what item is always so expensive? Is it A, perfumes, B, down pillows, or C, real Parmesan? All three. I want to facts, hard facts. Um, I want to say perfume because he said when you walk up. Mm. So I'm thinking of like a perfume Dude. counter. And perfume, like legit, like if you're buying perfume, not the eau de toilette. Parfum. Right. It is obs- Mahoney, obscene. I know you're kind of like a connoisseur, so you know the difference. Exactly. <laughs> 
you just you just inflated his you should head see to the oblivion look on his face he is so satisfied right now <laughs> i smell so, great i smell great i love all you guys i've listened to you guys freaking forever so oh, you're gonna win no matter what you say so what's your guess <laughs> <laughs> then let's go ahead and say perfume okay perfume is wrong uh but doesn't doesn't matter you still, oh, no. got, no, you still got another crack uh it's real parmesan actually real parmesan and mahoney you should have known that you're a cheese guy should have done that. Mm. All right. Would you say and you're I'm worth- a cheese girl, but it's it's worth it. So I don't think of it as expensive. <laughs> it's totally worth it. it. Is. That's yeah. an investment. That is an investment yeah. in my gut. All right. Here we go. Third and final one. And this is Robert Pattinson. Did you guys watch the the new Batman with him? Mm-hmm. Yes. Did, you didn't like it. I went with no. a friend of mine who was in the theater with me who was so bored she went to Tinder. Like she started swiping. She started on swiping. Tinder. It's wow. not his oh, fault wow. though. It was not Robert it's Pattinson's not, fault. Yeah. It was the not. writing. It, it was one hundred percent the writing. So Robert Pattinson kept stealing something from the Batman set, and we're trying to figure out what that was. I, I, I did get a lot of um, <laughs> I got all of my all of my are all from these. Batman. These are bat. <laughs> oh, nice. No, they're not. They're actually uh, penguins, which isn't penguin an intentional joke. I said so Batman. So he kept stealing something from the Batman set. Was it a pairs of socks, b pacing clocks, or c nice shiny rocks, fake jewelry? Let's hear that one more time. I, I, I did get a lot of um, <laughs> I got all of my all of my. Are all from these? Batman. These are bat. <laughs> oh, nice. No, they're not. They're actually uh, penguins, which isn't penguins an intentional joke. I said so bad. Why be. would he be taking shiny rocks? It's got to be, be socks. Oh, oh my socks. god! Why would he be taking anything? He's rich. Uh, well, a lot of Thanks. people take a lot of things from sets because it's just like a nostalgia piece. But you can never have enough socks. You can never have enough socks. But none of those sound. Yeah, I I want to I want to say socks too. Go oh socks. no, I'm so scared. Go socks, Barb. Go socks. Okay, Rock out so with your not, socks out. Um, yeah, so we're gonna do rocks. We're gonna do pretty shiny rocks. No, no socks. No, socks. no, no socks. Socks. I said socks. That's the first thing I said was socks. And oh, you went. No <laughs> we confused her. That's our That's fault. Our, that's our, That's our fault. That's we're all very that was pretty bad. and smell good, according to Barb. Yeah, so, yeah. And have lovely socks on. <laughs> this is David Mahoney. So, Mahoney, I don't know if your wife has some deep-seated issue with you where she is accusing you of things that you're not doing, but it continues. So, over the last week, you know, we were on vacation last week, and, you know, a couple things happened. We were on a bus when we were getting ready to go to our vacation, and there was a guy who was sitting, you know, like, we get on the bus, and we're one of the later people to get on the bus because this bus had already filled up, and there were, you know, there were, it was basically full but what are you you took a greyhound on vacation what are you talking about no when you fly into orlando got, okay got it. you One take it from you take the disney bus like a to shuttle the, to the port yeah it's okay. about an hour drive oh, because okay. you, you know it's the, the you fly into an airport then you got to go to the coast yeah to to sail out and you go to the port canaveral which is also really cool they also shoot rockets off like right across the bay awesome over there but we're on this we're one of the later people to get on this bus because it is already filled up but there's like four rows from the front, like two open seats, we're like, why is nobody sitting here? So we sit down here, and then about 10 minutes in, my wife's like, did you not shower? I mean, she's like, you, like, what is going on? Like, you just, Jesus, you stink. And that's that's hurtful because you're somebody that prides yourself on smelling good. I do. I yeah. Deodorant. Even if I even if I don't shower, I still don't stink because you change your clothes, mm-hmm. lots of deodorant, 
and little, little cologne. spritz of cologne. Cologne, there, yeah. and yeah. you know, you, you you mix it up. I'm not a. It, it takes a it takes a while for a funk to generate mm-hmm. on me traditionally, at least yeah. in, from my opinion. Uh, and she's like, God, you just smell like what is going on? Like Jesus, did you not? What's what's happening? I'm like, you've been with me for the last 24 hours. And so she's like, just like, oh, and like keeps going on. And it turns out it's not me. It's the guy who's next to me. Why would she blame you who's for wearing, this? Like, I don't Because he was closer. But still. Uh, but he's like wearing like 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 sweatpants. Sweatpants. In his gray ass. sweatpants? Uh, no, they were red sweatpants. Red and sweatpants. Even worse. Had like, I mean, we're talking a lot of ass crack here, Dave. I mean, we're talking a good two feet of ass crack here. <laughs> two, <laughs> two feet. <laughs> two feet of ass a crack. A yard worth of ass crack. <laughs> yes. He has long butt crack. Dude, yeah, it, but it's it was a, a double it, butt. It was a big ass, a big ass, and it was an unwashed ass, and so like oh. it was really oh. just like it was rough. And my wife does have sensitive smells or a sensitive nose, so it was hitting her harder than me because uh-huh. I, even though I was closer, I was just not breathing in. I was just kind of like you know your wife out here trying to get COVID, so that way she can't smell him. Yeah. Uh, so that was one of the first things, and I was I was kind of like taken aback and hurt by that because I'm like, man, this you were this, taken aback by the crack. Yes, yeah. there's this 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 horrendous non-showered dude right next to me, and I have showered. I'm like comb my hair, look good, getting ready to go on vacation. You're ready week, to go, yeah. And you're accusing me of smelling like just pure. Does just, that does that say ass. something to you about the how, her thought how she feels about you? Yes, like if there's something foul that's going on, she blames her, me. She, she looks right at you, and, and then goes, it gets deeper, Dave. Yeah. Oh, it does. Because fast forward three days, we're laying in bed. You're on the cruise. We're on the cruise. Okay. Nothing's going along, and I she falls asleep because it had been a long day. We had snorkeled, swam, done all the stuff. You know, showered before bed, get into bed, and mm-hmm. we're, we're we're asleep. But she falls asleep faster than me, and so I'm just. On the internet, reading, surfing stuff. And about 90 minutes after she had fallen asleep, and I'm still just reading and surfing, she starts to kick me. And she starts to, like... And she, she's done this before, where, like, she'll be times. sleeping and then start violently kicking and you. And she starts, like, talking, and I'm, she's like, oh, my God, what is that smell? What is going on? And I'm like, I am... Clearly awake because I'm reading about the new Modern Warfare game that's out, so I'm, my attention is, is there. Uh-huh. And... Did not fart. I'm showered, but she is having a dream where I smell so bad that it has woken her up and it has caused her to get angry at me because of what she was smelling in her dream. So she was dream. I don't know if I've she ever was dreaming dreamed- that I was farting in the under the covers. I don't know if I've ever dreamed a smell before. Like that's amazing. I've never like it was. I and I'm like I, again just flabbergasted that I'm laying in bed. While she is just getting, have you ever done something to where she has smelled the smell so bad that it is so traumatizing to her? I have, I have, I have farted in the bed before, and it has not been pleasant. (laughs) But this time, there was none of that. It did stink out. But she, she has PTSD. Hole. (laughs) It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Do you think there was a point that caused you to ever be a workaholic, Dave, or were you just born that way? Message deleted. I love the stuff that I do, and I feel very, very fortunate about that. There's plenty of people that I know that are great at their jobs, but they don't like their jobs. They just do it because it's what provides them 
a living. Which and there's most of us nothing wrong with yeah. that. I'm just lucky that I get to do things that I genuinely enjoy and everyone calls me a workaholic, but it's I'm doing things that I like. And I'm also I am, if we're being totally fair, okay. I'm very bad go. at relaxing. There we go. I'm just not good at it. Okay. Okay. You're just that's not gonna not, being alone with yourself. Yes. That's that that is absolutely true. I don't like quiet. Have you ever tried to nope. do, meditate? Hate it. No, man. Really? <clears throat> not for me. No way. Well, you're, you're, you like companionship. I mean, there's and there's nothing wrong with that. I was born into an environment of pure chaos. I've got five siblings, okay. and all five of us boys for many years all shared a single room. There was no alone time ever. Mm-hmm. It was like either you're at school where you're surrounded by people, doing sports, surrounded by people, or at home, absolute pandemonium. Quiet, alone sounds like hell to me. I hate it. See, I love it. I'm on the other end, but that I'm an only child. So the like the thought of just being doing my own thing is phenomenal. Can you imagine if we if our lives were reversed? Because we, we would be the most miserable people on the planet. Yeah, like if you were in the environment that I live every day yep. where I go home and there's just four kids that are just it would drive you insane. Well, that and having uh, like ten thousand jobs too, like that would also you not also be, yeah yeah yeah. I I, like, I, wor- I work with the two sleepiest people on earth, but both of you are so snooze friendly. Because here's the thing: I am fantastic whenever it comes to doing. I, I am a workhorse as well. But if it's if I don't have the ability to do that, then I'm it's all gas or or yeah, nothing. Yeah. So yeah, if I have the ability to be sleepy, I'm I'm gonna take advantage. She's sleepy. She wants to cuddle up. Right? Like, Read I mean, book, why would too. I no. Why would I put myself into stressful situations that I have no business being in if they're not prompted for me to be the, in them? I'm not going to add <laughs> stress to my day if it doesn't need to be stressful. So, I love stress. <laughs> like, the, you know, coming back from vacation, the, the, our last day we were on Disney's Island. It's called Castaway Key. Uh-huh. And we were, you know, one of the first people off the boat. So and I knew we're the best place by the angle of the sun I've to been, get a... I've been to Castaway Key with you. You are very familiar with that island. Uh, been very drunk on that island were many very, times. very drunk on that island. Yeah. I think you almost got divorced last time we were there. Uh, we weren't married at that point. You almost got divorced pre-marriage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when, when that one went down, but the wife was not happy with me that time. This last time, she was, but found a, like a, like a, a beach chair away from everybody. Under a palm tree, you are a walrus. Umbrella. You're a walrus and with legs. Like the just laying there, doing absolutely nothing for about five hours. No, nah, man, I couldn't do that. Was yeah. the greatest. Uh, that may have been the greatest five hours of my life. I'm too fidgety. I, hate I mean, because the sun wasn't idea. directly on me, but it was out there, so it was warm. There was a nice like breeze. You could hear the waves. Nah, Sounds it terrible. was like that's great for an hour. I think oh, I no. could handle that for an hour. I, I was not thinking, even an hour. Unless somebody comes by in the first 15 minutes juggling flames, I'm bored. Because well, I would fall asleep, probably. Yeah. I, so that would be a perfect one-hour so nap. Yep. Dude, I love, I, am. So I, I love what we do. <laughs> I love this job. It's a, it's a, it's a, um, you know, it's it's a passion on, on top of, you know, a uh, the, the work that goes into it as well. I love it. There's nothing that I, I, I really love doing more than this. But in that five hours that I was laying there, there was a thought like, I'm just gonna quit this bitch. You're just <laughs> gonna quit the job and just lay and just, in the- just just find a palm tree. Just become one with the ocean. <laughs> under and just do this until I die. But then oh. I realized that like I got like eighty bucks on my bank account. <laughs> Back to work we go. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey Audrey, what's your opinion on a guy telling a woman that they look better without makeup? 
Message deleted. Um, I think that it's meant to be a compliment. Like, I'm not going to sit here and, and be a hater on that. I think that truly whenever men say that, I do believe that they think that that's a compliment. Like, you are naturally gorgeous. You are a naturally beautiful person. That's, you know, uh, I think that that's how we are, you know, and majority of our time we're spent without makeup on. So I think that that's a sweet thing. Now, uh, whether or not, you know, I care if you if I wear makeup or not, I think that that's whenever it gets a little weird. Like but it. yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I think it's meant as a compliment. I think it's meant as something. They've sweet. done a lot of studies about how like men feel uh, as far as like a tr- being attracted to women. And normally it's like, you know, if you're all dolled up and look like you're going out to hit the town. In the little black dress or whatever, that is well because that's when you first one. meet someone, right? Yeah. Like you're but not a, like a close number two is like the no makeup in sweatpants. Wh- how you'd see somebody naturally on the couch on a Sunday morning when you're hanging out, just because chilling. that's when you're in love. Yeah, me yeah. shirtless <laughs> in my armachillos, uh, almost bare ass sitting no, on the, n- nobody, the leather couch. Nobody wants that. See, you're well, telling me my wife doesn't find that to be appealing, Dave. Uh, that's exactly what I'm talking well, about. Well, let me ask you this. So that's meant to be as a compliment from men when uh, women are, like, in their natural state. Mm-hmm. What do your all's wives tell you? Like, what do they tell you, I like you most when you're blah? I mean, I look great all the time, so it's... <laughs> you you know. just told us a story that your wife thought you were stinky. Well, no, it doesn't mean... <laughs> that's a smell. That's not a That's not a view. Yeah. Does she uh, enjoy your uh, polo look? Because you have really I, dived into the polos. So the, the, the one thing about being kind of a, uh, you know, a, a heavier set... Uh, gentleman with a beard. You're just not heavy set. Well, I'm sure off. Big bone. Yeah, big bone. My 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 hot my my best and my worst aren't that far apart, which is good. Mm-hmm. It's there's not a lot of fluctuation with me, so it's like even when I'm at my worst, it's not that bad. But even when I'm at my best, it's really not that good. Right. It's so just it's just ni- nice, nice and consistent. Middle. Yep. Dave, does your wife tell you that she likes you? Did she influence the chain? Uh, no, no. My, my wife tends to like me best in the dark, it seems. Dave, that's just not true. Mm-hmm. Please leave a message after the tone. But seriously, like, hey, why do we need, we don't need all these lights. No, no. But what? One, like, one candle going is enough. There's we like don't little, need an, like, sexy time going, there should not be any overhead light. Lamps. Over, overhead light, absolutely lamps, not. Lamps, sure. Dimmable lamps. Lamp. You don't feel like that's like the peak form of confidence is to have the light on? No. No, it's awful. What are you talking about? I do, even if I'm going to town by myself. Yeah, right. I'm you not, turn the, the lights the out. The lights are off. Ashamed of what's happening over here. Turn the brightness down on my monitor. <laughs> I'm catching my own reflections. Yeah. It's terrible. Can you guys pat yourself on the head with one hand and rub circles on your tummy with the other and then switch hands? Message deleted. Uh-oh. Wait. Audrey's trying it, so she. I did it. She 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 nailed it. Normal, okay. Yeah, so yeah, got I got it. that. Now switch hands. What's, you have to do so it. You with... have to start with one, and then just yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to start it's, with it's possible. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, that was that was dumb. Real dumb. Great, great. <laughs> we all did it though. Great thing for the radio. Call or text us at eight three three yo dumb and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz on David Mahoney. All right, so we got Steve joining us on the show today. Hello, Steve. How are you guys doing today? Excellent. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. Are you a movie buff? Uh, not so much anymore, but I, you know, 
We'll try. Yeah. Everybody likes to watch TV here. So we got we got a total of four. If it's not Disney, I think I'll be okay. Uh, no Disney on here. So you got to get three out of the four. Mahoney can help you on one. Audrey can help you on one if necessary. Again, you have to get three out of four in order to win today. If you get one right, you will hear the screaming eagle of success. If you get it incorrect, it's the disapproving pony. Each clip is, you know, in the 15, 20-second range. Just go ahead and let the whole thing play out before you make your guess. But um, I will try to give you a hint if I see a look on Mahoney or Audrey's face that appears that they would be able to help you. I will try to tip you off to the best of my ability. Uh, but you have to decide who you're tagging in, and you can only tag each one in one time. Here we go on the first one. Good luck, Steve. I like you, Betty. That's Danny, sir. Danny, I'm going to give you a little advice. There's a force in the universe that makes things happen. And all you have to do is get in touch with it. Stop thinking. Let things happen. And be the ball. Be the ball. Mahoney has got a look on his face that he may be able to help you if you need it on this one. Do you know it, Steve? Uh, I do not. Mahoney, do you want to tag in? No. No? What? Okay. That's not how the game works. Do you want to tag Mahoney in? (laughs) Sure. Can't help. You're such a liar. <laughs> These are good tickets. Come on, Mahoney. Earn it. He's like he he can use you as a lifeline once. That's how this game works, Mahoney. I mean, he didn't he didn't compliment me. Okay, Do, Steve, is there anything you'd like to say to Mahoney? Uh, you probably smell nice today, Mahoney. Oh, okay. That is Caddyshack. That is correct. <laughs> You're such a simple man. <laughs> and a dick. <laughs> oh, God, you're the worst. Making him sweat over here. He could only get one wrong. <clears throat> did not get one wrong on that one. Thanks to Mahoney's help, but Mahoney is burnt as a lifeline. Here we go on to number two. What did you say? 35000 35000 All of it. All of it? Every penny. You better start making sense. If you want to keep all that money, give it to your wife. The IRS allows a one-time only gift to your spouse for up to $60,000. Tax-free. Tax-free. IRS can't touch one cent. Audrey does not These look like hard. she can help. That one is an older one. Do you know it, Steve? I'm going to guess Wall Street. I'm not sure. It's not Wall Street. That's tough. I wouldn't have known that. That was no. tough. That's Shawshank Redemption. Oh. It's just not the scene yeah. that you would That think you would use. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Okie dokie. All right, so that is burnt. Your one wrong one is is in the can. That means you have to get these next two. Audrey is still available as a lifeline. Hopefully I can help. These movies have not been in my wheelhouse. So. Here we go on to number three. Yeah. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hey, Johnny, what's up? I have a problem with Lisa. She said that I hit her. What? Well, did you? No, it's not true. Don't even ask. Oh, you guys are making this tough today. Okay, so I think, based off of that accent, that that was the one movie, the disaster movie or something that was supposed to be... Do you know what I'm talking about? The disaster movie. It sounded like... I've never even heard of this movie. Maybe I maybe I'm just right. miss, missing the boat on it, but yeah, I don't I don't know what this one the is. The disaster artist is what disaster you're artist, and that's not what it. Movie it was based it. on. Oh. No, it was based on that, right? Or are we just way off? This one's I don't from know. 2003. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know this movie. Producer Pajamas, you have made uh, this very difficult. Today. Yes, today I decided to make it a little bit rough. Is more in well, but why? Of- it doesn't make it fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's not uh, like this is I, more enjoyable. I I would li- I would give it to. 
the caller for Aud- if Audrey is the lifeline for calling it the disaster. Movie. Okay, uh, give it to me. We'll go with the you're disaster. Gonna, you're going to give it to them? Yes, because that's because the same it's, same it's movie. A, it's it was based off of that. Like that's a number two technically. So yeah. I, I oh, okay. Yeah. The room. Sure. It's the room. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Same same movie, just made later on with what's his face, who's since been canceled. James uh, Franco. James Franco. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. That was tough. I guess it was a cult oh, classic, according it, to, to Careless. Yeah, because yeah. it was it was so bad that it became like good. I guess. Speaking of so bad, Steve, you're doing terrible, but you're still so alive are we, somehow. To yeah, be no, honest. I mean this is tough. It's very tough. So we're down to the last one. You've got two correct, one incorrect. You have to get this last one, and you have to do it on your own. I'll give you a hint. This you movie. Make it easy? Uh, not really. I mean, maybe, maybe this this was a bigger movie. Certainly, I'll give you a hint. It came out in the year two thousand. Just to give you a, a reference of okay. when it dropped. Okay. Here we go. Final one. Good luck. He's been compared to Elvis Costello, but I think Huey has a far more bitter, cynical sense of humor. Hey, Alan. Yes, Alan. Why are there copies of the style section on the play? Do you, you have a dog, a little chow or something? <laughs> no, Alan. Is that a raincoat? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. This is a classic. If you don't get this, this is bad. I don't know it. You don't? Huey Lewis in the news? Um. Christian Bale? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm drawing a blank. Oh, man, that sucks um, for you. Sorry. <laughs> it does suck for me because I really wanted these tickets, too. So. Oh, you have well, to get at least one right. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you can always try later, I guess. Um, okay, right, he well, doesn't know it, Dave. This time. is <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing. No, no, I, I don't know it. Steve, I'm so sorry. <laughs> American Psycho. That's American Psycho. Yep. <laughs> sorry, dude. Yeah. Yeah. There goes the Christian Bell, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah sorry, yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, normally, we have kind of a bleeding heart for these, but uh, they're too good a ticket, so yeah. Can't do it, Steve. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. So Jordan was giving me a hard time for giving him a hard time. Producer Jordan uh, has proved himself to be a valuable addition to the show, but a more emotional man than I anticipated when you first joined the team. Yeah, um... I didn't know I had it in me to constantly be actually crying all the time. <laughs> well, so you, you told us that your very first concert that you ever went to Correct. was Imagine Dragons, and you cried. Yes. And there there was certainly some emotional, emotional moments. of that and, show. Yeah, I mean, he was talking about the passing of a sister-in-law and stuff like that. I yeah. understand why that would create an emotion in you. Uh, but then today you dropped something on us that I did not expect. And you were giving me a hard time for giving you a hard time, but I think that I am justified. Tell us why you were crying. So... One of my favorite meals is a Mexican dish, which is called adobada or al pastor. It's like marinated meat. I believe it's either beef or pork. I believe it's pork. It's pork. Um, Al pastor is pork. Yeah. And so I love al pastor fries. Okay. So so far we know that you like French fries. Yes. Got it. And so depending on where you get this dish... Sometimes the fries can be limp and soggy. Mm. Or, Nobody likes a soggy fry. No one or, likes a soggy fry. Like they're not marinated quite enough, mm-hmm. so like it doesn't have that strong flavor. Always, I mean, pro tip: mm. if you're ordering like fries covered in meat, always ask for the fries well done. Oh, Smart. That's, yeah, that's, that's a good. Tip. That's, a, that's a pro tip. Like if you're going to be smothering them in guacamole and cheese and sour cream, because mm. you're right. The when the fries get too limp and soggy, you got to go with a fork, and it doesn't. The yeah. texture's Nobody off. Nobody likes that. It's yeah. not. It's not a good meal. It's yeah. not. Um, and so 
I, I went to a new a new restaurant that I had just happened upon, and their fries were a bit thicker. They were nice and crispy. Mm-hmm. The adobada was. It had like those like slightly burnt end like burnt mm-hmm. bits, so it's oh, like yeah. crunchy, crispy. Oh. It was marinated perfectly. Their like spicy guacamole, guacamole sauce was just fantastic. And pull, pull back for a second. Are you there by yourself? Or are you there with a I'm friend? There by myself, and on you're a eating lunch in break. the place by yes. yourself. I'm okay. eating inside inside the restaurant by myself mm-hmm. on a lunch break, and I just like take my very first bite. I feel all the textures, the flavors, everything hits me, and I start to tear up. Which, Dave, I still feel like you can't you can't no, understand. No, no, I cannot, sir. Um, I mean, like, how teary are we talking here? I I didn't actually cry. I w- it was just like a well of emotion just hit me all at once. Was it because of the food, or is it because of something else that's going on? You think, or the no, combination of all of it? I, I it might have been like, oh, I've been like feeling like sh- a lot of stress in my life at the time, and and these I fries was just, made it all worth it. Yeah, like I was. You tasted happiness. Yes, I tasted happiness. I was mm. I came in here expecting a kind of mediocre meal because it was like a kind of hole in the wall area, uh-huh. and every other place that I tried hasn't been that amazing. And when this just went from like a okay experience to a wow, this is my number one spot now. Yes, I mean I don't I don't I don't I don't think that that's abnormal because Dave. I mean I've cried over abnormal. a what? meal too. What? Because it was so good. But I mean it wasn't just the meal. It was kind of the surroundings that were involved with it. When we moved to Texas, we moved away from our friends, our family. Mm-hmm. We got you know we were moving to a city we had never lived in before. And when we were in Houston, I waited in line at Killen's Barbecue for I believe ninety plus minutes to get in now. there. And I'm like. And I got ordered a beef rib, and after my first bite of that beef rib, single solitary tear rolled down my left cheek because it was so good, and made the the time waiting was uh, was uh, was worth it. So it uh, kind of signified like here's the starting of a new chapter. There's people in the chat that are calling me dead inside because I don't sob when I eat food. No, that's there's not no- it. You eat for fuel. You don't eat for passion. Correct. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I, there's certainly meals that I enjoy. There's meals that I'm like, wow, that's an excellent meal. But never, ever has it like because made it me emotional. Because some, I think that some people find emotional support in food, and that's just not you. Mm. And that's have not you, a bad thing. Have you cried when you've eaten? I'm, I cry all the time. I'm sure. <laughs> 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 I am sure. I've wept over like mashed potatoes. <laughs> Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMMY. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Mahoney, I hope you make it a huge event when you decide to start streaming on the schedule. Message deleted. Is he talking about your gaming streaming? Weren't you hinting around that you might start doing that? Yeah. Want to start streaming some, uh, you know, 
You're going to have to fix your setup. Your camera at home is atrocious. No, nah, it's a great angle. Of no, my it's face. not. It's, it's, it's not looks, even over your face. It's at the top of your head. Yeah, it looks like a security a beautiful camera. head of hair. No, you don't. He's so bashful about this, though. I don't know if you've noticed. He is so proud of the, uh, the daily stream that we do for the show, twitch.tv slash David Mahoney. He's so proud of this. Mm-hmm. But he gets very bashful whenever certain things happen on the stream. Like whenever we have a hype train going, he's like, whoa, 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 slow down. And then whenever we talk about things for himself, he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down. I'm not quite ready yet. It's like you have the entire thing set up. It looks great. It really does. And then you get bashful whenever it comes to actually streaming. Well, because it's I'm good at doing radio. I've got 20-plus years of doing radio. Are you worried that you may say something during the stream that would get you canceled? I mean, I cuss <laughs> a lot when I get angry at games. So, you know, I mean, there's that. But I'm not I'm not worried about that. I'm just worried about not being good enough and letting people down. Mm. That's, you know, that's it. You it's have a, imposter it's, syndrome when it comes no, to, it's, to gaming? No, I know where I know I'm just not that good. You know, I watch I, I you know, I, it's, I never would have thought that I would love to watch other people game. And that's because we grew up in the era where watching other people play games like Mario was torture because you were waiting for your turn. But they weren't really that good. I mean, think, but then, you know, like you're watching your friends and you're, you're like, I'm better than this yeah. idiot. Yeah. Who's, but who, you, you like watching people that are better than you. It's like watching professional sports, you know, it's you're watching, you're watching people who are yeah. at the top tier. I don't mm-hmm. watch boring guys. I watch guys who are really, really good because I'm uh, amazed well, at the okay. feet. Well, there's, so it's, there it is. You're, you're nervous that you're not going to be able to compete with the people who are professional gamers, but you're just not. I mean, but you you're just are, not. But, you but are, you're funny. Yeah, I know. I, I got that going for me. Yeah, which but, people would watch that? Eh, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> so why do you have the gaming setup then? Just in because case. Because <laughs> during the pandemic, case. I got into, you know, you know, I get very interested in things and I start building, you know, I just went crazy and built out my home studio to a m- super unneeded level. Hyperfixation. But I will. 12 I will, monitors later. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, I got a lot of monitors. I got a lot. It's, 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 a, it's a ridiculous setup that I have For in my office. not go live. But mm-hmm. one of the interesting things that you don't see that only exists in the gaming world is that gamers, professional gamers, do play against amateurs. Like, you don't mm-hmm. see, like, me going out and playing football against guys in the NFL. You don't see me going out playing football or baseball against major league pitchers who are throwing, you know, 99, 100 miles an hour. Like, but in the gaming world, like, I get crapped on, man. Like, the, the pros play, especially in Warzone and Warzone 2 that's coming out, with everybody else. Uh, in the uh, in the chat, twitch.tv slash Dave Mahoney, WiseOwl94 said, Mahoney, just put on a cute bikini like the other crappy video gamers. I don't, think anybody, wants, I don't think anybody wants to see that either, unfortunately. I mean, you did one semi-nude photo shoot for this show, the yeah. uh, the bearskin rug, and that was a big hit. I don't think I could top it. Like, I mean, that's the that thing. That was it? That was the peak I, of the mountain? I feel like people who try to recreate greatness after you've already achieved it, you, you feel like you're just stretching, you know? Like, you, you view that as greatness oh me on a bearskin rug in a leopard print speedo in front of a beautiful stone fireplace i dude i outdid burt reynolds Oof, 100 percent. but you can't keep living back in the glory days you got to progress and go forward <laughs> just in a different in a different avenue different avenue but what's that avenue i don't know <laughs> more monitors question mark please leave a message after the tone you were talking about baseball and you were right on Designated hitter needs to go away. Artificial turf needs to go away. The pitch clock needs to go away. We need to go back to the way it was when Willie Mays and Mickey Mantle were playing. And you're very right. It is a social 
engagement at a baseball game, irrespective of the speed of the game. And please drive safely on your way home. Good night. Message deleted. Is that the movie phone guy? No, that's the guy who called the other day. He said he was a sports announcer. Remember? Sounds like it. Yeah. yeah. I, you can, he can be I, I know a lot of people will disagree with me, but I agree with everything he just said there about baseball, period. Yeah, and he was agreeing with you because you said it. Is that why you agree with yeah. him? Yeah. I like people who agree with me. Yeah. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is Dave and Mahoney. So Audrey had that experience where she was going to the grocery store, which she loves because she is a psychopath. I just love going to the grocery. Yeah. It's my happy place. Hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. Do you go when you're hungry? Uh, no, because I get so angry and my shopping experience is limited whenever I go and I'm hungry. So for me, I um, I don't like going to the grocery store. I know. Um, and every time that I go to the grocery store, I find something else that I don't like. Uh, but you and I have experienced the same thing. I don't know if it's at the same grocery store or not. But it seems like it's more and more common where there's somebody right outside of the grocery store trying to hustle you on something. Mm-hmm. It's one thing if it's... You right? Yeah, I just had a back spasm. You did? Yeah. You just sitting here? You just had a back <laughs> Dude, spasm? Just you got to start stretching. Something got me. I, right, I right. look over and Mahoney looks like he's in severe pain. Yeah, is that, it a gas okay? pain? That hurt. No, it wasn't gas. It was just... I don't know what that pain came from, but it was... I, was, I, didn't, I didn't squeal. You need to bend over. No, but, but just a look on your face. Yeah, it was, it, I didn't mean to draw attention to it. You just looked like you were about to... Pass out. It just—it was like a very sharp pain right at my back. Okay, felt like you well, know. Well, I'm glad a you're nerve okay. being pinched or okay. or something was going on right there. I apologize. It's probably the chair. The chair is like cracked. And yeah, this is—I mean, this chair is garbage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but so when you go to the grocery store, if there's Girl Scouts out there hustling, I don't mind that because you know, like they're they're cute, tiny and, entrepreneurs and there's little tiny entrepreneurs. And Girl Scout cookies are delicious. Like that's a product uh, that. I feel like maybe we've been propagandized because they're cute, like little no, entrepreneur dude. girls, and like the cookies are like mid. Nah, I've definitely had the a better peanut cookie. butter cookies, the 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 coconut ones, tagalongs, thin mints. I I could eat every Girl Scout cookie. Period. Do you think that crumble was invented by like a lady scout? Just like someone, I bet, yeah. She grew up. She grew up. She's she a grew up. And she was like, cookie. you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna make them Bigger five cookies. times the size and deliver them to your door. And they're eighty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and I, every time yeah. for a cookie. But yeah. you know what? I'll eat it. Nah, too thick. I don't like thick cookies. But so the the Girl Scouts are the only ones that get a pass. Well, and the, I guess Santa with a little bell for around the holidays. Boy for Scouts Army. with candy Boy bars. Scouts. But kid, if you're cute, you get a pass. If you're a cute and child or it's something child-related, and here, you get well, a pass. Well, so the, but this is where Audrey's conundrum comes in. What happened? So yesterday I was walking to the grocery store, and I saw two dudes who were just like dude and and I thought, honestly, they were just smoking a cig before going inside. Mm-hmm. And... um they were kind of blocking the entry. So the entry for this uh, grocery store, I almost called it a gas station, for this grocery store, um, it was kind of like the doors were a little off to the center. So you had to kind of walk around them in order to get into the doors. So I was like, Ugh, okay, well, let me not act like bashful and just like walk straight ahead so they know like if you walk with a little bit more confidence, not yeah. in a little bit more abrasiveness, yeah, no people punk. aren't going to. Uh, yeah. Exactly. You no you're not going to try and punk me out mm-hmm. or you're not even going to try and. Talk to me is how I felt. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, let me just like walk in their general direction so it doesn't seem like I'm being bashful or whatever. And head head up and looking straight, not down at my toes. These are just the things that I'm thinking as I'm walking up. And um, one of the guys had like some candy bars in his hand as I get closer, I notice. And I'm like, oh, okay, like that's odd. And he's like, hello, ma'am, would you like to buy my candy bars for my football team? 
And I'm like, I look directly at him and I go, no, but good luck. And as I'm looking at him, this guy is not a kid. It's not for his high school football team because this is in the middle of the day, mind you. When you would have been at school. In school. Yeah. And also, you had a plethora of face tattoos. This dude looked like Post Malone <laughs> and was probably 19 or 20 years old. Well, maybe See, he was a coach. Uh, <laughs> the look I just gave Mahoney. Shut There's up. no way. I he hope was you a go coach. back to dying of a back spasm. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand. It's the Redneck Report. So I can't really describe to you what is happening, so I just need to show you guys this. It is a dude that somehow ended up in the swamps, the Everglades of Florida. Does he run from the cops? He was running, but only after he got spotted by, I believe, one of those like fly boats that had a large light on it, because this is the middle of the night. Okay. So this big fly boat comes up, and it's got a light on him, and they're trying to figure out what this guy is doing. But to give you a mental image, he's wearing only what appear to be like leopard print thong-style underwear. Hell yeah. It's a look. And he's eating what appears to be... Is it pizza? A fairly large piece of cheesecake. What? You've got video of this? Somebody on the flyboat started recording this guy, and this dude is in the middle of nowhere, and he's just eating his cheesecake, and then they come up, and, he, and he's like, oh, oh, no, and he takes off running. It looks like something Chris Pontius would have done back yes. in the Wild Boys jackass days. And he just takes off running. Is this real? Because he wants to be this left is, alone. Okay, Dave. I mean, I don't want to call you out on this, because, I mean, this is if this was real, I mean, obviously there's a guy out there in a thong underwear eating cheesecake mm-hmm. but that's 100 percent somebody they know like For he said sure. he set up that video that, so? I, I, I hope so i hope you're right i'm just i, I just figured we would include that today because the cheesecake it's the, the cheesecake. It's a cheesecake for you yeah yeah i believe that somebody would have been out there probably like roaming around in swamplands probably in like a thong bikini but it's the cheesecake because you 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 wouldn't have lasted you couldn't have got out nah. in the middle of nowhere with the cheesecake no yeah. way i mean you, there's nowhere for you to hold it no, I mean, and it's still in pretty well shape, pretty well shaped cheesecake. Like if you were to walk several miles while trying to just You'd hold, squish it. you would up. Like I feel like, like walking from my car to the studio, trying to hold my coffee and a banana at the same time. It's a very delicate. Uh, it's a delicate juggle because you don't want it. You you got to hold the coffee hard. You don't, but then you can't squeeze the banana too much. You have to practice where you put your grip. Top comment is proof that a man can never truly be at peace. <laughs> and the other one is, he ran off like, nah, I ain't sharing my cheesecake. <laughs> See, because it, it is scenarios like this that do really make me wonder what be- like what desserts are best in certain swamp plants. <laughs> I really do think about this all the time. Can we talk about why chocolate-dipped ice cream cones really aren't a thing anymore? I mean, you can get one at McDonald's. Good. They are well, good. They're not very good. You get, you get that hard chocolate candy shell on they, the outside the and a delicious ice cream The chocolate on doesn't it? come off right, and there's always a rogue piece of chocolate that falls off and gets all over your clothes So every eat, time. Back to my right. question, where would a dipped cone, what kind of a body of water would did that? that? I, I mean, I, I like dip cones. Well, they don't have dip cones, but I like just soft-serve ice cream on cruise ships. On the mm. cruise. Cruising. Yeah. They, they, okay. they have your own self-serve cross- you know, self serve soft or self serve soft serve ice cream machine on uh, on the cruises that we go on, and I uh, I like I like doing a little swirl of strawberry and banana. You be cruising what? for a soft serving? What you what? Yeah, a what? Yeah, what they flavor? Because you've got three choices: there's strawberry, mm-hmm. and then there's 
banana uh-huh. in one, and then if you the center one that you pull between the strawberry banana makes it a strawberry banana swirl. I hate that there's banana soft serve ice cream that, and not chocolate. That should be illegal. No, they have chocolate and vanilla also. They oh. have a, there's a menagerie of soft serve ice creams, but okay. banana soft serve you wouldn't think would be a great choice, but like it's banana. really good. So a uh, 39-year-old from St. Petersburg, he was arrested last week for made, making a fraudulent request for tax refunds to the IRS and then using the money to, you know, lay low by, you know, buying a mansion in six Mercedes-Benz. This man is clearly almost turning 40. Also, why is the IRS <laughs> he's 39 years him? old? <laughs> he's having All a moment. Money. Yeah. He's so he submitted five claims for a refund between August of 2019 and February of 2020. In total, those claims exceeded $170 million. So his tax fraud scheme occurred when he was under supervised release. Whoever was in charge of supervising his release was not doing a great job. From a 2016 federal conviction of drug-related charges, he was released by paying $50,000 in bail. The conditions of his release also required him to live at his parents' house while awaiting trial. So, again, he stole $170 million from the IRS, which is smart because they'll never be able to track you down. Well, and then he laid low by buying a mansion in six Mercedes. Why wouldn't you, if you're going to do this, like, obviously this is a guy who's not, I mean, he's smart enough to figure out how to uh-huh. commit tax fraud, at least the early stages of it, but take the money, hide it, go back to jail, serve your time, get out, and then you use the money. Why did you buy six Mercedes? Or flee the country. Don't buy a mansion in Florida, you idiot. Yeah. Uh, on the other end of stupid, a, uh, <laughs> a dude was trying to shoplift. He stole an $18,000 bag from a Louis Vuitton store in Washington State, nice. and he went to go run out of the store, and he knocked himself out, and he woke up in handcuffs. Oh man. 17-year-old suspect caught Good. on the surveillance video uh, running towards the exit. He crashed into a plate glass window that I guess he didn't see. What are you, a bird? <laughs> <laughs> also, you're 17. What are you going to do with an you said $18,000 bag? Clutch, you don't yeah. even own a home. <laughs> what are we going to sit there and think that you just like bought that $18,000 bag by yourself? That's what I don't get about young kids and, and extremely um, expensive brands. It's like either you're a drug dealer yep. or your mom bought that for you. Or it's fake. Just buy the fake one. No one who's 17 will know the difference. No. Because all you know he's doing is hanging out with other 17-year-old doofuses. I just love that he woke up in handcuffs. Yep. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Is there any food that you absolutely hated as a kid but love as an adult? Message deleted. Olives. I was just thinking olives, but I don't know <gasps> if it's a love. Enjoy. Yeah, I Sure. Like from time to time. Like olives on pizza, here for that. Olives, obviously, in like a dirty martini can be delicious, uh, but not. I'm never going out of the way to like just eat olives straight out of the, the can Yarn. or anything like that. But I hated olives as a kid. Oh, my God. Guacamole. So guacamole you hated it as a kid i didn't i mean i wasn't even i just it looked just so gross to me yeah and now it's literally one of my favorite things to make would you say that you're the weirdest eater on the show probably i think i'm probably you know i've got some real strong food opinions and there's Mm. you know the fact that salad makes me vomit yeah it's weird is no but you you turned the page on on salad i thought that you said that if it was soggy salad no you're thinking eggs eggs. i've turned the the page on eggs if they're stuffed with like a stupid amount of peppers and straight other. eggs make you vomit as well. And a Benedict? And can you do an egg Benedict? I could do because you've got the Bernays stuff. 
on it. So Renee even sauce. if they're the dippy eggs, like that doesn't bother that you, like doesn't the runny bother. yolk it's, or anything the, the, like My that? biggest problem with eggs, certain textures and smell. Oh, smell for sure. They smell like farts. Kyle, but maybe since, said, maybe uh, post COVID, since my maybe. Yeah. my my you yeah. know my smell is mm-hmm. possibly different. It has it has changed. So I I, I could eat eggs again. Uh, uh, Kyle in the chat said a uh, wet spinach. Reminded me of seaweed as a kid. Now I love it. I feel like the sautéed spinach has come a long way, though, and maybe that's just part of getting older that you. But like when I go no, to a, a steakhouse, like sautéed spinach is one of you my could favorite put sides. In that cheese, and it's I'm not. Gonna even, be I'm not good. talking about like a, a creamy spinach. Even I'm just talking about just straight up sautéed steamed. steamed spinach. Really? Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, mm. delicious. Um, I will say there's one thing that growing up my mom always used to make, and uh, for whatever reason, it just smelled so bad to me. That I just couldn't get down on it. What is it? It's the uh, is sauerkraut, it kiel- sa- sauerkraut yeah. and the kielbasa or whatever uh-huh. it is. Like I just could not get down on it, and it was because of the smell. But I think that as an adult, I might like it. I just was so scarred by the smell as a kid. I won't go anywhere near it. I remember one time my uh, my folks made a dish that had sauerkraut, and my brother was like dry heaving. Because he was trying to eat it, and uh, same thing. Like I thought it was so funny, and then our parents told us not to laugh. And he's over there. Ugh, ugh. And we just... <laughs> My favorite dinner ever. All right, Mahoney. So you had a yard guy and someone that cleans your house, right? So why don't you just hire someone to make your meals each week? Message deleted. Okay, here's the thing. I I have uh, there's a cleaning service that I use that comes. Like once every six weeks to my house, it's one hundred and twenty dollars, one hundred and forty bucks, which to me and my wife splitting that is seventy bucks. You know, it's like ten dollars a week. Totally that worth is it. worth it to us. We have a the the guy who does my lawn maintenance or whatever. It's because it's desert scaped rocks. You know, they do that once every eight months, and that's again one hundred and fifty dollars. A personal you know chef the, would be insane. Like the that, amount of money that it would cost. That, that's when you know that you're rich, rich. Yes. Like I, I had a meeting one time with Dana White, who's the president of the UFC, and it was at his office. And I'd never experienced it before, but it was like a, a meeting where he was eating lunch. But we sat down, and there was no lunch there. He's just like, "I'm gonna, you know, we can meet when, when I'm doing lunch or whatever." I'm like, "All right, fine." He has a, a kitchen attached to his office, and they just make him his meal and bring it in. And I'm like, how cool would that be if you didn't even have to think about it? It would be something delicious, also something very good for you. And you just got a guy in the other room yeah. making personal. you a personal lunch and breakfast and whatever you want every day. That's, you never have to think. Like, that's awesome. I mean, that's rich. That's rich. That's rich, rich. I mean, because even if you have, let's just call it $10 million at the bank, which is, you know, an Insane obscene money. amount of money. That's still not like private chef rich. No, it is not. Like, even just paying for, like, the meal prep service, like, I feel like I'm overextending myself doing that. Uh, Same thing with, like, DoorDash. I spent, what was it, you know, whatever, $20,000 during the pandemic. And it sucks. Every time that I order DoorDash, yes, I'm mad at it every time that I do it, but I keep doing it. I'm like, why is this meal that is garbage $128? More than that. Yeah. I've But I've pushed off of that. I've stopped. I've, I've kind of canceled my delivery stuff when I'm feeling lazy. I just... There's a, there's a pizza place, $20, $23, dollars $30 with tip. It's hot, tastes great, it's filling, and I know it's $30 with a generous tip. That's what, I, that's what I've gone to, even though I know pizza's not great for me. But, you know. but you're obsessed with pizza. Pizza's your thing. Pizza's your favorite thing on the planet. It's one of them. 
Well, I mean, like I, I, I am the a, I, I am the typical American when you talk talk about like, I love hamburgers, I love pizza. Well, we learned the other day you almost uh, ate an entire Costco chicken pot pie by yourself. I tried. How many calories are in that? Do you know? Oh, oh I it's got to be close probably, to four. Yeah, four thousand, 4, 000 at yeah. least, maybe six. Because they're big. It's big. You, it's because it's not meant for one person. Who do you? It's it's. I told you, my family of six finished half of it the other night. Granted, there's a bunch of little kids, but. Who do you think could uh, get through a Costco pot pie by themselves quicker, Mahoney or producer pajamas? Jordan. You think Jordan could? Hundred percent. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So same thing with pizza. Oh yeah, pizza easy. Jordan's got, I know, I Jordan's like got youth on his pizza. side and a gallbladder. The only mm-hmm. thing I'm worried about with that pot pie is I got I got a little baby bitch mouth. Like it burns really easily, mm-hmm. and you I, get a little I, bubble I, on the top of your yeah, mouth. I, and oh, oh, yeah, we got we got to toughen that mouth up. Um, yeah. Callous it. Stupid people Googling stupid things. How many calories in a Costco pot pie, according Mm -hmm. to Google? Uh, One-eighth of the Kirkland Signature Chicken Pot Pie contains 390 calories, which ends up being in eight servings, which is 3,120 calories. But the real egregious thing here is there is 184 grams of fat in that thing. Because it's the lard being used for that. Oh, and it's so delicious. So tasty. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMB. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. I think we can all agree that we were kind of trash buckets when we were growing up. The amount of things that we would ingest and or drink to get messed up at parties. Four Locos. Oh, the Four Locos. Total trash. I peed my pants on Four Locos. Pop off vodka. Oh, do you remember like the coolers of just whatever that mystery juice was that were at college parties? Jungle juice? Yeah, yeah. Jungle juice or whatever. PJ, you'd call it sometimes. Punch punch. that, That sticky cup. That you go over and just dunk in there, and everyone else's hands were just there's the, a you eat the fruit and get even more screwed up. The grossest place that I've ever drank a punch from was a bathtub. Oh yeah, bath. Dude, uh, you know how bathtub. dirty bathtubs are. Oh no, I don't even want to think about it. We used it. to have the bathtubs <laughs> that we would fill up with the the booze at like the nights in. Yeah. You know the oh, red God. roof in, like just the. At least you put like ice in there. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, 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 you didn't make the you didn't make the punch in a. Hotel bathtub, I hope not, because uh, uh. that is a step too far. Why were we so obsessed with doing all of these degenerative things as young people? It's as a binge culture. And, yeah. uh, what is it? Binge culture. But why? What? Like, I mean, like we're we're in the probably the we're we're in the best shape of our lives yep. traditionally. We have our whole future in front of us. And you're so just obsessed do- with becoming an adult. And you want and like, but why are why are you like you like as an adult you look back and you go. The dangerous situations that I put myself in in those moments. In the and name they did of it what? repeatedly. Yes. Like, it's, why? Well, why would we continue to do Every that? opportunity. I still can't understand, like, It's freedom. What, yes. What, it, was, what, it was the first taste of freedom, and, of course, we totally blew it. Well, even even in high school, because let's be real, we were drinking in high school. At least I was. We were drinking like crazy in high and, school. And even worse, because you know that you have that invincible boy. feeling of, like, okay, I know that you don't understand consequence to that degree, right? You you're getting your first taste of, like, yeah. party. And you're going out and you're doing whatever. And, you know, it's it's kind of scary to think back on. Like, legitimately, Mahoney, you showed me a video the other day of this comedian who was talking about how being 16 years old in the back of someone's car, you know, uh, smoke like smoking whatever and, and doing whatever. And, going and, 90 and having, miles an hour. And having no idea of the ramifications of you getting hurt because right. you just don't think you have this invincible mentality yeah. Yeah. in your brain. When you're that young, and I really think it's because our frontal lobes just are not formed. Is it, 
No, like legit, our brains are just not it's formed. Because right. our parents have looked after us, and so nothing bad has ever happened. Like until you sprain your back sitting on the couch, you don't really realize just how mortal you are. And that comes I, with age. Or, or is it just us? Because, I mean, obviously we all sought out the same type of career, mm-hmm. you know, which yeah. uh, is, is in, in broadcasting, which, like, uh, there's a part of us that all, you know, about every one of us that enjoy attention because otherwise yeah. we wouldn't do this. I, I'm a you middle know, child and, all day. Just look at me, look at me. Look yeah, at me. I mean. That, 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 Watch me tour we, all day. We, we all share that. But are there, are there, none of my friends were, and I, I, I just can't, I don't know if it was like this for other people that, like, had well-adjusted. Like, I just needed the your wife the valid validation and still like as a 41 year old guy nothing has changed i like oh, people somebody who told like you me. you smell good today made me feel good that's the best part of my no, day so Mahoney, your wife is the perfect example of this she like grew up reading books and staying home and doesn't drink right <laughs> yeah and look but, at all the stuff that she's accomplished and you just hitched your wagon to the right one didn't you well but I'm, but difference is she ended up with me yeah. <laughs> I ended up with her. So she just made one really big mistake. Follow the Dave and Mahoney show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> Way out in the land of the setting sun, where the wind blows wild and free. There's a lovely spot, just the only one that means home, sweet home to me. If you follow the old Kit Carson trail till the desert meets the hills, oh, you certainly will agree with me. It's the place of a thousand thrills. Home means Nevada, home means the hills, home means a sage in the pine. Trucky silvery rills Out where the sun always shines Here is the land that I love the best Fairer than all I can see She's deep in the heart of the Golden West Home means Nevada to me One more time now Home means Nevada to me 